Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castañeda. Your other host, Lisa, is busy in San Francisco doing family stuff. But to make up for the fact that we're down a host, I made sure to get two great guests. First, welcome back to the show, Five Bagger, a.k.a. Bag Lady, a.k.a. <laughs> Kelly. Hi, BFFs. Uh, Kelly, how are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for being back on. Uh, we need to have you on as often as possible because you always add uh, so much joy to the show and to the BFF group. I'm curious, how are you feeling knowing that you are like the Michael Schumacher of carbs? You know, it's a lot of pressure being this great, uh, but, you know, God chose me (laughs) to be the carb queen, so I got to (laughs) deliver. I rarely submit one, and last week I I did, the first one in a while, and uh, I'm not surprised I didn't get picked. But uh, do you have any tips that could help me finally get picked? I absolutely do. So first tip, Allison loves alliteration. Mm. So she loves an alliterative carb. So um, like I can't really think of one off the top of my head, but she loves alliteration. And second, as you know, she loves miniature food. So if you can make it alliterative and make it a small food, you can't go wrong. So I just have to think of something that's alliterative, and then I'll just throw mini in front of it. Honestly, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the way to do it. Wow. This is like a – I feel like you – I don't know. It's like, like, you know, sometimes you'll hear a story about, like, this person won the lottery for, like, the third time, and you're like, how? It's – you're just that lucky. Yeah, thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) We are also joined by my arch nemesis until the end of this show, (laughs) Nina Hartley. (laughs) Hey, guys. Glad to be back. Thank you for being back on. How are things in West Virginia? I'm good. I'm here uh, with my two-year-old today, so I'm hoping she will continue to play quietly while we're you know, recording. I'm sure that uh, the BFFers <laughs> won't mind as long as we get to hear you on the show. It's been too long. I know. Yeah, we are going to have a special segment uh, that I'm sure anyone who listens to this show is probably aware of what's going to happen, but we'll save that for later. Uh, right now, we should do some shout outs. <laughs> Nina, do you have any shout outs? Um, sure. I will shout out to, well, I got a shout out to my husband because he was the one that For my birthday back in September, he signed me up for Patreon because he knows how much I love Allison in the podcast. His name is Trace. Um, I will shout out to my good friend Amy, my good friend Sibeli. Perfect. I will quickly do some shout outs. Uh, Shout out to my fellow Tauruses. My birthday's coming up soon. And I share a birthday with Ulysses. So shout out to him. Also just recently learned that Kara slash Kara in Australia, her birthday's the day before us. So shout out to her and shout out to Allison. She's also a Taurus uh, a couple weeks away, though. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's it for me. Kelly, do you have any shout outs? Um, shout out to all of the uh, folks in the BFF fan cast group. Uh, we have a lot of fun there. Um, no bad apples, as uh, Lisa Lowry would like to say. Lisa and her, you guys are having the best time. Yeah, that's. I think that's it. Oh, I very quickly should say, uh, of course, shout out to Brittany. And also, shout out to Lisa, because she mm. sent me my birthday present early. I will post a picture of that today or something like that on page or patreon <laughs> yeah we have a patreon <laughs> for bff uh on facebook so go check that out and before i fucking forget because i've been meaning to uh mention this for oh i don't know since i was in california last uh <laughs> the junk show is now done but when we all went to see it live and had such a great time, I forgot that I recorded it with my iPhone. I did miss the first maybe five or ten minutes where David talked about how he just had the weirdest fucking day of his life, but would not give us any details because we wouldn't understand. So <laughs> just if uh, if you would like to hear this, just send me a message either uh instagram or facebook or wherever the hell uh and i will email it to you i do have one more shout out go for it so um dr jen hit me up on twitter and she said that she would send me these trader joe's trader joe's rather organic watermelon jerky she said Hmm. she would send me an entire bag of it because i was like i want to try that but um, I'm nowhere near Trader Joe's, so she is going yeah. to send that to me. So big thanks to her. That is so kind. Um, I can't believe that you bought two packages either, but I'm grateful that you did. <laughs> it sounds like uh, Dr. Kevorkian is back at it, and she's just trying to get rid of you, Kelly. Yeah, she's back on her bullshit, aren't we all, though? <laughs> yes. Today we will be talking about the uh, Monday episode, Chad Daniels Doesn't Lie Anymore, and the Thursday episode, Secrets, Kazoos, and Gleeking. I'm doing this all out of order because I'm discombobulated without Lisa. I don't know what to do without her. Uh, so on Monday, she had Chad Daniels, a friend of David Huntsberger's, on the show. Are you both, uh, either of you, familiar with Chad Daniels? No, I didn't know him before the show. So I take it like me, you're not a listener of Pandora. No, right. Kelly, do you know who this guy is? I only know who he is because I saw his Netflix special come up on my recommended list. And I was like, who is this white guy? Like, don't we have enough, like, white male comedians? Um, But, you know, he was he was okay on the show. I made it. Maybe I won't. So painfully Midwestern like I am. Mm. So maybe I'll give him a chance. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, you know, he is like, you know, not to, not that I ever bring race into it, but yeah, he is a pretty forgettable regular white guy. So forgettable, in hmm. fact, that I completely forgot that I went to see him live. Well, really, I went, oh, to, wow. I went to see David, but he just happened to be opening for this guy. And... 
I think I enjoyed it. I do know for a fact that I heard at least two people in line talking about how they found him from Pandora. So wow. I thought that was really surprising because I haven't used Pandora since like 2010 or something. I think he was funny, but I don't know what it is about stand-up that just doesn't really interest me right now. Um, like going to shows or watching them on Netflix or what, just in general? I think just in general. I'm I'm set in my ways. I just care about Jerry Seinfeld, apparently, and no one else. Well, yeah, like I haven't watched any either. But, yeah, speaking of Jerry Seinfeld, um, I've seen him um, live twice, and he delivers. <laughs> he really does. Okay, so last year, for the first time ever, I saw him live, and I literally was laughing until I cried, and I did not expect that to happen. Yes, I know. Like, both times, like, the second time I saw him was, like, maybe five years after my my first time, and I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. I mean, and it was just as good, just as good, completely different material. That's good to hear. You know what? Mm-hmm. Why not do it now? <laughs> Since we, <laughs> we, we brought up Seinfeld, we have okay. We have a bit of a beef to settle very quickly. <laughs> and I've asked Kelly to look up some kind of Seinfeld quiz that's short and sweet so we don't take up too much of the listener's time because they're not here for this bullshit. But I've got a, no, I've got a score to settle. Okay. Maybe they <laughs> are here for that. So, uh... At some, I think you brought it up that you would like to challenge me to a Seinfeld quiz, and then I immediately texted Lisa like, "Get a load of this." But uh, <laughs> for all I know, I'm gonna lose because I'm horrible with names. Uh, my memory's just terrible mm-hmm. in general, and I don't watch Seinfeld very often. It's just burned into my brain. So we'll see how it right. goes. Uh, by the way, I'm just yeah. making the excuses now for when I lose. <laughs> Right. I didn't know I was the one that initiated the, you know, the I, tournament or the <laughs> the challenge. But okay. So with that, uh, Kelly, what have you come up with? Well, we are going to do a few select questions from a few quizzes. Are we ready? Yes. I was born ready. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to start out with an easy one. Kind of a ballpark question. If you don't know this one, you don't oh, watch no. Seinfeld. Uh. Um, okay, so question one. What Manhattan neighborhood did Jerry reside in? Lower oh East God. Side? Manhattan. Upper East Side? <laughs> upper West Side? Oh, or upper, Soho? Upper West. Oh, my gosh. Also, I don't know if this is a... You have to ask each of us, or, or uh, are we buzzing in the quickest? Um, right, that's what I was going to ask if there were, like, yeah, the multiple choice. Um, I'm trying to think, like, which part of Manhattan he lived in. I didn't know if they mentioned that too often, did they? I don't think that they did, but if you're familiar with if you're familiar with New York City, I suppose you would know. Okay. Uh, okay. I will say Upper East Side. Okay. 
So it is Upper West Side, so that's oh. one point for Raphael. And then I suppose we really should set some ground rules. I think maybe <laughs> the first person to quote unquote buzz in. Um, okay. So that was just that was just a little starter question. Okay, that was a little freebie to get you in the mood. Okay, <laughs> warm up. Yes, a warm up. Absolutely. All right. So, question number two. Which Seinfeld writer voiced George Steinbrenner? Henny Blanco. Uh, Larry David. I think that Henny Blanco, uh, I think Henny Blanco buzzed in first. Uh, Henny, wow. I didn't know you you had a different name for this. He's got uh, AKAs for days. Because, well, much like when Allison was on the former employer show, I I feel like the R will slow me down. And the H is a hard letter that I can buzz in quick. Uh, The correct answer is Larry David. Okay. I mean, I also said it also. True. That is true. Okay. Okay. So this next one is, uh, you should let me get through all of the options because it is a, it is a hard one. Okay. Okay. So number three, guest star Terry Hatcher's breasts as confirmed by her character, Sidra in season four's the implant were not only real, but were unforgettable, (laughs) spectacular, exceptional, remarkable. Nina. (laughs) All right, Nina spectacular ding 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 nina's got it (laughs) okay okay so question four so right now we are we're one to one because that first one did not count Mm. okay okay Okay. number four in season six is the doorman frank costanza wants to name the chest support garment he and kramer invented the man's ear but kramer prefers henny blacko Oh, oh. that would of course be the bro but it's yeah. too urban the bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true all right guys how are we feeling so it's two one Raphael. yeah uh i'm feeling as confident as i've ever felt in my life <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, i'm 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 fine i'm i'm gonna get it okay let me find one more. Make oh. it very hard. Oh. Okay, let me find the hardest one that there is. Lisa said that oh, uh, last night. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I hope she did. She's on vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's with her kids, so. Yeah, that's a different vacation. Yeah, it's it's a trip, not a vacation. Yeah. Mm. Well, talk amongst yourselves while I, while I find something here. Did she go up there for family or just to visit San Francisco? Her husband is working uh, up north in California. Mm. And because the kids are on break, she decided, and they've never been, the kids have never been to San Francisco. She mm-hmm. decided now would be a great time for them to all reunite. Apparently, he lives very close to San Francisco and they're going to uh, do all the touristy stuff. So they're going to go to that uh, thing Daniel mentioned where there's like a uh, puppeteer. I forget what it was. Like a weird museum of like puppets or something. They're huh, going to go okay. to Alcatraz. Yeah. They're going all over. Yeah. Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, yeah. Hmm. 
All right, Adam, guys. Okay, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Nina. Go ahead. No, no, no. Okay. Oh, my God, it cut out. 2009. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next question. This is, it's, it's a little challenging. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. it's the hardest. Oh, my God, it's cutting out. <laughs> oh, my God. This is my nightmare. <laughs> Raphael, can Hello? you hear me? Oh, oh uh, I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> so I haven't said the question yet, thankfully. Oh, thank okay. God. Oh, my God, no, it cut out. Don't say anything. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh my goodness. Wait, you're there. <laughs> Are we ready? Yes. Okay. Elaine's preferred big salad is, per her illustration, like a big salad, only bigger and do you need the options? Uh, um yes. hold on. Uh oh no, I know it. Henny. You know it, Raphael? Wait, I hold think on. So. Is it, uh, so I'm, I'm trying to think, is it like something that Jerry says? Mm-mm. Okay, hold on. It's her big salad. Okay, can you repeat it one more time? Yes, I can. Okay. Elaine's preferred big salad is, per her illustration, like a salad, only bigger. Oh, boy. Yeah, let me let me read the options unless okay. you want to try, Rob. I know it. I know it. Oh, jeez. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead. It's like a salad, only bigger, with lots of stuff in it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Raphael. Yes, you got yes, it. yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, what yes. I was going to say was Jerry says tomatoes like volleyballs. <laughs> he does but, say yeah. that. Yeah. You're right. That is exactly <laughs> lots of stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have I have more if we want to keep going. It's up to you. We don't have to. We you know, it's whatever. You know, I feel like um we've put the people through enough. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, say quit while I'm ahead. Much like yeah, Jerry much like Jerry convenient. with his racing. <laughs> Yeah, Listen, that's true. Okay, Nina, okay. We can uh, always do a rematch. That's fine. You know, if we ever get together in the same place, uh, I own a copy and Lisa does as well of the Seinfeld trivia game and Ooh. we'll just get drunk and play that game. That would be and... so fun. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you should uh, come out to California in June for the first Friday event with Allie Ward. I'm sure you can drop everything and come out, right? Anyway. Okay. Back to the show. <laughs> uh, yes. Here's something that they talked about during the Monday show that uh, I know Kelly can relate to, but I'm not sure about you, Nina. Meeting okay. the person that you marry young. Uh, mm. You you are married, you said. Right. Uh, how old were you guys when you got together? Uh, not young. I mean, not like how young he was. I was, I met him when I was like 26 but we were just friends I, I, and we didn't, we didn't really keep in touch for a while, but I didn't get married until I was 31. So pretty good age. Right. I think. Right. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm about to turn 31 and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm open to any engagements that people want to throw at me. Yeah. Kelly, 
you've been married <laughs> and you've been with your partner for quite some time. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I love my husband. I love our daughter. I don't regret anything. Don't get married young. You're not a complete person. You, yeah. you aren't. Thankfully, we were able to grow together. Um, and it took a lot of work and it's still a lot of work. Uh, mm. yeah, it's hard getting married young because you're not that same person. I'm not the same person I was when we started dating at 15. Wow. I'm yeah. 31 now. Like we've been together, um, longer than we haven't been together, if that makes sense. So mm. it's, it's odd for sure. Um, would not recommend, uh, <laughs> you know, it, if it works for you, it works for you. But yeah, definitely figure out who you are, become a complete person. Yeah. 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 Like when did you, how old were you? Like wh how old were you when you all got married and what's the age difference? So, um, we are four years apart and mm. we, we got married. I was 19 and he was 20. Um, wow. he, he was enlisted in the Navy so that was part of the decision uh, to get married at an accelerated rate because I did not want to be away from him. Um, mm. But yeah, it was crazy times. Yeah, I could say if I had to choose just one, I would err on the side of someone not getting married too, too young. Like for me, too young would be like under the age of like 23. Um but I will say getting married a little older like me, which I think 31 isn't too old. I mean, it's not like I don't want to set, call anybody 40 old, but like 40 is a little older, you know, yeah. to get married. Um, I will say when if you're a little older and you're you develop habits and your preferences and the way you like to do things. And when you're both, because my husband wasn't married either. He was 38. So there is a little, little age between us. And, you know, there is a little bit of difficulty there. If you wait a little bit, because it's like, I'm used to doing it like this. I, I'm, you know, um, and, and, you know, putting those two people together that are kind of used to having things their own way, you know. So it has its own little set of challenges. Making jokes about your family. Uh, you both have families. Uh, I I mean, I have my family, but not, uh, I don't have any children or anything. Uh, Chad talked about talking about his daughter uh, getting her period at his house Mm-hmm. This seems like a touchy subject, but uh, what are your guys' thoughts? I'm trying to think exactly what he said. I hope I didn't, like, zone out. What do you think, Kelly? Did, did you really? He didn't really go in depth to it. Um, he said that he was prepared for it. He said that he listened to podcasts, so he wouldn't say the wrong thing and he wanted to be supportive because you know he seems like a good dad uh, yeah. he didn't he didn't go very much into detail which I mean what can you say besides she got her first period at my home I was ready mm. for it I mean yeah. I feel like he he was good to go um and 
uh, our children, Nina, like we're definitely, we've got a ways to go for that, but I yeah. have thought about, you know, how I'm going to prepare for that. Um, and I'm not looking forward to that super moody time, like that two year period before the period, because my, my yeah. daughter, my daughter is so sweet right now and your daughter is so sweet. And it's just like, yeah. can they just, can <laughs> they just be super sweet forever? I know. Like your daughter's two, right? She's three. All three. Okay. My daughter, she just turned two. Anyway. But yeah. um, And I got my period kind of young. Like, I think it really caught everybody by surprise (laughs) that I got mine. I got my, I was 10. Oh my goodness. I know. Everybody freaks out (laughs) when I say that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they handled it okay, but I struggled with it for a while. And I think it was because I was on the young side. Mm-hmm. I hated it. Well, I'm curious now. Um, I think I've mentioned on here before that my older sister, well, both of my sisters are older, but the middle one, uh, when she got her period in the middle of the night, she woke me up. We used to be very close and now we don't speak at all, but she woke me up and she told me that she was bleeding oh. and I was just like, is it a lot? And she's like, kind of. And I was huh. like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. What uh, would your advice be, since you both have daughters, what would your advice be to your husbands uh, if, in case they were the ones who had to take care of this situation? Right. That's a good question because I've never thought about that. Um, um, that's something to think about. My husband has three sisters, so, and they, um, they're all his younger sisters. So I feel like he would be really well equipped to deal with this. Um, he also has a strong medical background, not that this is really necessarily a medical issue, but I think that he would, right. um, sort of approach it with, um, like the level of seriousness that it needs, but also like maybe, you know, trying to get our daughter to like smile a little bit, like, you know, it's not this, it's not that bad. Like, um, you know, I always get your mom chocolate when she has her period. So if you want chocolate, (laughs) I mean, not that like all women are like that, but like just trying to kind of just trying to make her smile about it. But, um, he, yeah, he's, he would, he would deal with it pretty well. Um, he wouldn't have any idea like pads or tampons or anything like that, (laughs) but, um, I'll just be ready when the time comes. So we don't leave anything up to chance. Yeah, I think I will make a point to let her know, like, this is a very, even though it feels so weird and, Uh you know, she might feel embarrassed and, you know, all this stuff that it's a very normal part of growing up and pretty much every woman has this, like, at you know, and your friends will around this age or maybe not exactly the same time, but, you know, um, that it's so normal, you know, mm-hmm. common that this is the time for it. This was your time to have one. Mm-hmm. Um, and just whatever questions she had, which even if she didn't have questions, if she was like, Oh, I'm good. I I wouldn't just maybe leave the conversation like that. But, um, I I don't know. I I just would want her to know that 
yeah, it can be a challenge sometimes to have it, but it takes practice, I guess. Mm-hmm. And fortunately for Chad Daniels, his kids seem to be uh, very wise and uh, mature for their age. So I, I feel like this generation kind of does have a kind of a head start with the Internet or just, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kids these days just seem smarter than I was when I was that age. Yeah, I mean, information, anything you want is just right there all the time, you know. One thing that they talked about and they continued talking about on Thursday was how Chad Daniels used to be a compulsive liar, it seems like, Mm -hmm. and he stopped lying. Or Uh, did he? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, maybe he's just lying to all of us. (laughs) But Kelly, what is the last lie you told? Oh, boy. Um... Was it when you said that you love your husband? <laughs> no. Um, I uh... genuinely love him. Um, <laughs> I think I think I lied to my daughter this morning. She wanted to wear a dress, um, and it was a little bit on the cold side today, and she plays outside at daycare, so... She asked for her favorite dress, which is a dress with bumblebees on it. And I told her that it was dirty because I didn't want to fight that fight. Yeah. So you're a terrible parent. Nina, what is the last (laughs) lie that you've told? Oh, that's a good one. I mean, I was thinking, like, maybe I've told one today to my daughter. I'm sure I have. Um, Trying to think. Um, I was out all day yesterday. I had to take my dog to get a, a haircut. Um. Gosh, um, probably on the way home because I had to take my daughter also, and she was fussing because it's like a 45-minute drive. She was crying, and I was like, we're almost home, we're almost home, or blah, blah, blah. Of course we weren't. So that may have been the last lie, you know? Yeah. Fairly innocuous lies, and apparently everyone lies to their kids, so I think you guys are okay. Yeah. You have to, you know, if you want oh, yeah. to survive, you have to lie just a <laughs> tiny bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the last lie that I told was I said that I wasn't on Tinder, but I am currently on Tinder. So I think that was the last <laughs> lie I told someone. That's um, a good one. What a strange thing to lie about. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just... You know, I don't know why. I don't think they would have cared. But uh, apparently I'm ashamed. Well, you know, when you're constantly being rejected hundreds of times a day, I guess oh. maybe I was lying for my own benefit. Oh, no. <laughs> don't cry, Raphael. Or do oh, cry. This sorry. is a safe place. Yeah, of course. I, fortunately for me, I have no emotions. And uh, <laughs> I, I I couldn't cry if I wanted to. Yeah, you're uh, unless... you're, you're dead inside. Yeah. Unless, you know, there's like a, a commercial where like, you know, a dad hugs his son or something or like <laughs> they go get tacos somewhere. Uh, anyway, <laughs> one last thing about the Monday show uh, that I thought was, I don't know, it disturbed me. And I'll, 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 I want to get your guys' thoughts. During the questions, someone asked a question about him getting laid and said that he's a nice guy and he deserves it. Uh, this rubbed me all the wrong ways. 
I don't know what being nice has to do with getting laid. Uh, deserving getting yeah, laid. Yeah, deserving. Also, that sounds weird. That rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, am I crazy, or did you guys did this uh, sound strange to you as well? Yeah, yeah, like deserving. Like, uh, isn't it supposed to be if both people are into it? I mean, who cares if you're nice necessarily? You know, if the girl or whoever doesn't want to or doesn't feel like it or just doesn't, I don't know. Yeah, it's a little weird. Kelly? I'm hoping that that was, like, his friend or something who maybe (laughs) knows, like, how hard, I don't know, divorce has been for him. But, no, nobody deserves, like... Just because you're a nice guy doesn't mean you deserve everything. Um, I, I do believe he's probably a nice guy. Um, and yeah. if he wants to get laid, I mean, he kind of has to put the work in. So I guess, yeah, yeah it kind of, it was a little cringy for me. Um, and I really hoped that that was his friend who had written in and not just a fan because that's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. It could have been a, a friend, maybe someone that knew him. Yeah, it just came off to me like, uh, like, just odd for many reasons. Yes. But uh, everyone knows nice guys finish last anyway. That's why I tell girls uh, I I do the nag thing where I'm like, oh yeah, you'd be pretty, but your nails are weird or something. Like that. <laughs> and look at me, I'm still single. It's hard to uh, believe. <laughs> I I don't understand how that's not working. Yeah, it's always about the nails, though. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to make them feel bad about themselves. Yeah, I mean, nails. <laughs> don't want to body shame or yeah. anything. Nail nail shaming is a safe bet. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any other notes for Monday? I I think it's a little odd that he does not really want to move to L.A. or New York or anything. It's kind of odd, don't you think? You know, I I was kind of thinking that. Uh, Greg Heller asked if he would move to New York or L.A. for a writing job, and it seems like he wants to give him yes! a writing job. Yes! <laughs> um, but he lives in Wisconsin, was it? Minnesota. Minnesota. Fergus, Minnesota. Fergus Falls, Minnesota. <laughs> so, Kelly, you live in the middle of nowhere, and I think you miss San Diego quite a bit. Uh yeah, I I couldn't relate yeah. to this. I I think I would rather be in California for than sure, Minnesota. And was it? Go ahead. No, I was like, go. Sorry. <laughs> nope. You go ahead. And I was just gonna say, is it maybe the kids or the wife? I mean, or it did seem very uh, family driven. Yeah, uh, he talked about how his they have like they hang out with their cousins a lot. Uh, so maybe if he didn't have his kids, it would be different. Or if they were older, like he said, yeah, or, but, uh... or something like who knows? Did the ex-wife like insist that she wanted to raise them there? Who knows? Well, they are both from there. He said he lives in the same town that he was born in, right? So, and he and his ex live eight blocks away from each other. I don't really understand wanting to keep, like, the family unit together while the kids are at, like, a formidable age. But also, like, sounds like 
Um, sounds like Dong Attack wants to give you a sweet writing job. I would yeah, probably wow. take it. Yeah, that would be you hard know, to pass up, at least part-time. Who knows? It just occurred to me that maybe he he's like, like he said, he's like kind of well-known, but also not well-known. Mm-hmm. But I think for in his small community, probably people know that he's like a well-off comedian. So I wonder if he likes being like the big <laughs> fish in a small pond. Because if he were to move to L.A., then... I mean, everyone's like a writer or an actor, a comedian, or whatever. Right. So I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, that's that could be it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would I would imagine that the cost of living is way way cheaper there. One hundred percent. Yeah. But he lives in like central Minnesota, and that's very 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 cold. It's not like as cold as northern Minnesota, Ugh. but. Yeah, man. Uh, pass on that. I can't handle it. Your daughter is so cute. <laughs> Mine? <laughs> She's on my back. I'm giving her a piggyback ride. <laughs> she sounds like she's enjoying it. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the Thursday show. We were her little overnight oats sent in by Lauren Kelly, mm-hmm. Erica's cousin, as I know her. Uh, what are overnight oats? So they are, you can, you can, it's, it's a huge Pinterest thing, Raphael. I'm surprised yeah. you're not on top of it. Um, so you put your oats with water and berries and whatever kind of stuff that you like. And you put them in your refrigerator overnight, and then um, they're just ready to go for you in the morning. Yeah. I've never done that. Are, are they just, like, regular oats or, like, steel cut? Like Steel cut, I believe. Okay. I've never done that. Hmm. Uh, I don't own, like, a thousand mason jars, <laughs> so I don't think this is uh, for me. But, I mean, it sounds healthy and delicious. Um so, Kelly, I will expect some overnight oats being overnighted to me in the mail, <laughs> preferably with no nuts that are not almonds, so I don't die. Absolutely, oh. and in turn, I will expect you to send me something from Colorado in the mail. I think you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Thank you. <laughs> My husband misses uh, Colorado so much. He used to live there, and he dreams about going back. Like He misses it so much. Oh, you should tell him that you guys should come out here for vacation, and then we can meet up and yeah. uh, do Seinfeld trivia, and then uh, go hang out and do Colorado stuff. That would be like awesome. The thing that Lauren or Kelly wants to do. Sorry. Yeah, like I, I love going there. Um, we love hiking and all that stuff. It's great. Uh, Kelly, on the subject of Pinterest. I noticed that you call it Pinterest, but Daniel calls it Pinterest. Pinterest. Um, Daniel it, it has is... bugged me. <laughs> but uh, are you on Pinterest? Uh, what do you do on this website? I don't do anything on it. Um, I was on it like four years ago mm-hmm. when it was all the rage. And then I sound like the oldest curmudgeon ever. But they 
changed their layout and I don't like it anymore. So I think I don't it's a little confusing. That, yeah, it makes you. me sound old too. Like, um, I tried it because everybody's on Pinterest, but I, I just, I felt like it was too busy or something. Like there was just too much. I, I just, I don't know. I don't think it was very like user friendly or something. Yeah, it was just not, too much. Yeah. It's not intuitive the way that it was exactly. before was perfect. Um, occasionally my mother-in-law who is a children's librarian, she'll be like, look at this thing that I'm going to do for story hour. It's on Pinterest. And I'm like, I want to see it, but it's on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, of, you guys should uh, look me up on Pinterest and check out my Pinterest board with all my uh, crocheted things that I make. Oh, yeah? Mm, no, oh, I was like, wait, are you uh, being sarcastic? You dirty like, little liar. I'm like, really? Okay, you crochet? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I wish my mother would have taught me. I wish my mom still crocheted. Like she, she used to watch novellas all the time, and she would just sit there crocheting little doily things that she would put on every table, and then she would make us remove them to clean the tables every weekend. It was a real pain in the ass, but I wish she still did it for some reason. I think yeah. I think uh, we had the same mom, Raphael, because. <laughs> let's get it. Let's not get it twisted. My mom did not crochet anything, but we had those. GD doilies everywhere. And it was such a pain <laughs> to get did all you, of them. Did you stuff mutton in one of those doilies? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, you know, when I'm chewing the fat with my butcher, I always say that nothing beats this mutton. <laughs> nothing's better than this mutton or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Allison is back doing Patreon Lens. Uh, I accidentally discovered that she was back on it. Uh, just I opened the app and then I saw that she was on there posting things. So God knows what I've missed. But uh, are either of you watching this? It, it no. just feels like another thing to check for me and I can't do it. No, I I just heard it for the first time the other day. Kelly, are you all about that Patreon lens life? I was the first time that she did it. Um, and I feel like she she's a busy lady, so I don't fault her. I feel like she only did it for, like, three days. Um, and then she sort of moved on, and so did I. And I, unless there's some, like, real hot content on there, um, I don't know if I'll download it again. I'm There's so much social media already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Fortunately, you can now, I don't know if you could before, but now you can see the Patreon lens in the Patreon app. Ooh. So you don't have to get those special lens app. Okay. And I just checked it today, just right now, I mean. And she, 20 hours ago, posted a picture of Elliot oh. walking. So, uh, I mean, if you're into that kind of thing, check it out. I'm back in. I'm into cute Elliot pictures. So, yeah. I'm he in. is. He is. Check it out. think you'll like it. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that you could see on her Patreon lens was Ray's shit all over their soon-to-be studio. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fed up with Ray and his not doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like... Mm-hmm. It seems like he. there was some truth to... Nope. Not going to say it. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I feel think, like now you have to. I think, yeah, we 
Probably no. Yeah, you can pick up what I'm putting down. Yeah. Um, okay. He doesn't, I, I guess I don't know the circumstances, so I don't want to speak um, out of school to say, but um, what's the hold up here? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it bothers me seeing how much stuff is in her house, but also then seeing that her what could be her podcast studio is also full of just random crap. I want her to finish that thing so then I can weasel my way into being invited over so I can <laughs> see it in person. Uh, Raphael, that's never going to happen. I mean, you didn't even go to her last home. Oh, wait. Yes, you did. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, I, you know, I'm just a fortunate, fortunate soul. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of being fortunate, I was blessed with a gorgeous head of hair, much more gorgeous than that of David Huntsberger. Wow. Uh, yeah. David Huntsberger was talking very much about his uh, long hair and how... It's luscious. It, they always describe yeah. it as that. Yeah. And they she posted a picture of him, I think, on Patreon. And I was reading the comments and the women were going wild. Uh, and I, all I could think was, I his hair is terrible. Oh, is it frizzy? Shit. I'm going to have to look. I haven't looked yet. <laughs> uh, you know, he doesn't have, I mean, my hair is very straight, but his just looks kind of frizzy. It, yeah. His hair looks like that of an old cat lady. Mm, yeah. No offense wow. to old women who are also into cats. Or like a but... Willie Nelson, just like an old, you know, he gets wire. <laughs> yeah, I'll, kinda... I'm going to have to look. It's wiry, yes. That's a okay, good description. Okay. Very Willie Nelson-esque. Uh, I will say that my hair is uh, luscious and it's not wavy, but I do put it like in a folded over ponytail. So when I let it down, it looks wavy. That's good. I like, think. shout out to Max B. Uh, okay. So what I would like to know from both of you is, is my hair better than David's and... Uh, Yes, it is, but I would like to hear it out of your <laughs> You need mouths. validation. You need that, yeah. Um, I want to look at your hair again because it seems like the pictures that I have seen of you, like your hair does stand out in my mind. Of like, oh, yeah, he has pretty <laughs> black hair, like that really pretty black hair, you know? Oh, yeah, jet um, black. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I would imagine uh, it's better than David's. Uh, Kelly, it's your turn. <laughs> um, what, what, ver what did you want me to say verbatim? Okay, your hair is <laughs> better than David Huntsberger's. Thank you. That's all I needed. Uh, I will be sending that to him uh, via <laughs> any way I can get him. Um, Don't get us in trouble now. Well, and he was saying <laughs> that he was getting all these tips now that his hair is longer. You know, like, I guess women are giving him tips like how to care for it. And you would think that they would tell him something about, you know, the products, like maybe mousse or some kind of whatever to tame it. Okay, so I'm glad you, you mentioned that because he mentioned that he just now, like, started brushing <laughs> oh it. <my> <laughs> He just started. Okay, so he uses conditioner now. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the human race, bud. And yeah. he, he uses a comb in the shower to comb it out, which is great. But I think Allison was on the right track. Like, you better be using a wide tooth comb because that's all you can use in there. I have a yeah. lot of thoughts evidently on this. I don't do that. I, I don't comb my hair. 
in the shower. I, I have so like I have so much hair that I have to. Um, okay. So I brush my hair out before I wash my hair. Like I want to mm-hmm. get it detangled. Yeah. Before I start washing it. But that's it. Interesting. There's a. Uh... There are two. I I would it would I never considered brushing it before. Yeah, I always figured I'm gonna be mushing my hair around when I'm washing it. So what's the point? But uh, I do. Interesting. Yeah. One thing he mentioned that I relate to is that he said he didn't want to look like these white Republican guys. I forget exactly what senators, right? Ah, so. One of the reasons why I started growing my hair, aside from the fact that I was just, like, depressed and I didn't care how I looked at the time, <laughs> um, I also thought, if you look at my picture when I was on Allison's show, uh, I was wearing a white polo, mm-hmm. and I had a very clean-cut look. Like, I was clean-shaven, and my hair was clean and short and parted or whatever. And that's, like, literally exactly how these, like, fucking white nationalist looking motherfuckers <laughs> Pe- pepe the frog loving motherfuckers looked and i was like i have to go as hard in the other direction as i can go and that was one of the driving factors but i'm i'm torn because literally everyone has told me that i am now a loathsome and offensive brute to look at that i'm literally the most grotesque thing they could be staring at at the moment and everyone tells me i need to cut my hair and shave and go back to my old look but right now i don't feel like going back to that um what are your guys' mm-hmm. thoughts on white nationalist haircuts <laughs> i'm against white nationalist haircuts um <laughs> Are they are are white? Are they really like a crew cut, like a buzz cut? Yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of them are like they're of course wearing a white polo, but like it's like a super short. No, the cut, white polo. But a shirt. lot of them have a beard. What's that? I didn't know about the white polo shirt thing. I feel like I've seen it a bit. Hmm. I don't know. I I feel like in pictures of that Charleston, was it Charleston? Charlottesville. Charlotte. Charlottesville. Charlottesville. With the tiki like torches? Yes. Uh-huh. I feel like there was a picture that I saw over and over of one guy specifically <laughs> wearing a white polo, and I was like, I can't wear it anymore. I'm going to have to look it up. So, Raphael, I don't think you could ever look like a senator because you no. have too much m- melanin in your skin tone. Like, you are too dark for that. You can't be a white nationalist. No. Um, And then... Thank you. Yeah, I feel like white nationalists are like, okay, I'm mad at the world. They go to their barber. They're like, make me look like I might be in the military, but, um, you know, I have a lot of behavioral issues, so I can't get in. (laughs) I feel like that's what they order when they go to their barber. Yeah, for sure. If they made it in, they would definitely get a dishonorable discharge for trying to sexually assault someone. Uh, one, another thing David mentioned, uh, just finishing up this hair topic, he mentioned that there should be a natural hair month. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I mean, I'm living that natural hair life, uh, but I'm lucky, uh, unlike David. Uh, what are yeah. We don't have to put well, in the effort like the ladies do. So, right. Kelly, what, what, what were your thoughts on this? Um... 
I think Honey Huntsberger should tread lightly on the hair, <laughs> the, the natural hair topic. Um, because, I, I mean, I guess I don't really know what his process is um, besides the conditioner. What a fancy man. Yeah, he thinks he, he bought a brush and he thinks he's like, he's like, oh, this is so rough. I want to yeah. be all natural. Listen, he needs to get on our level. Like, I have so many <laughs> products. My hair still looks like mm-hmm. shit, but it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, I have no real thoughts on this besides uh, your hair is better than David's. And that's really sad for him. Thank you. I will say that in your uh, Facebook profile photo, I believe it mm-hmm. is, your hair looks glamorous as fuck. Oh, like my it's, God. It's very... Thank you. I'm, I'm going to look. I'm, I'll go look here in a little bit. I can't remember. Yeah. It's a great picture. Um, also, uh, when I hear natural hair, uh, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people of color. Uh, yes. Uh, which adds a whole nother wrinkle into his plan. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all. I mean, if you want to do stuff with your hair, that's fine. I would love to do crazy shit with my hair, but I, I can't because it's not socially accepted. And uh, I think uh, my dad would uh, look down on me with shame. But like, what? Like, I mean, it's I wa- so I much work, like, you know. Just yeah, I. I'm lucky that I'm a guy and I don't have to do anything, which is why I want to do these weird. Like, I wish I could color it. Uh, I wish I could like. But your hair is pretty. Curls. Do it. Do what you want. She's That's true, Kelly. That's not true. Me. I mean, yeah. Like when I have thoughts about the whole hair topic that they did, um, like the whole natural thing. Like he wants to assume. I think women are very conflicted about like. Going natural because it's like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm so tired of spending money and then all this time on getting my hair to look shiny and manageable. Um, but we also, it also can make women feel very good. So it's kind of like, David's like, the ways, you know, I don't know. It kind of made me feel like this is what you women should like, you know, in a way. Um, I don't know. And I don't think he would like what he saw either after a month. <laughs> I I feel like uh I don't know. When I I the last time I saw him his hair was a bit messy and I feel like I think he's just that's just the kind of guy he is. Like he doesn't need to put the effort in. Right. He's he's got his girlfriend or fiance yeah. whatever she is. He's he's done. For. Yeah. Oh, and the reason I I can't do stuff with my hair is because of my fucking job. I can't actually. I can't have hair longer than shoulder length, even <sighs> though it is. I have to hide it. Mm-hmm. And if I were to like put any kind of color in it, uh, I feel like that would also cause trouble at work. So, because of nosy people at work, I can't do what I want. I can't be free. Yeah. That is really unfortunate, Raphael. Um, for people who aren't controlled by the man, though, I feel like you should do whatever you want with your hair, um, your body, whatever. Don't listen to what anyone says. If you want to go natural with your hair, do it. If you want hair extensions, do it. If you want to shave extensions. your head, go for it. Yeah, the mini extensions. Um, now, when Allison and Renee, because I'm like, I am dealing with this right now. Um, it's depressing. They were talking about, um, 
you know, Renee colors her hair because she feels, she said that she's like 50% gray and she colors her hair once a month. And then Allison says she uses a demi permanent, which isn't as harsh. Anyway, I'm kind of going through uh, a thing right now where I am, the grays that I have are very random in my hair and it's mm-hmm. depressing me. And I'm conflicted about, should I try to cover these up or should I, or should I just pluck them out? And that gives me a lot of satisfaction, but I don't want to keep plucking out hairs. Mm -hmm. And then everybody tells me like my hairstylist says, you know, you can, but try to hold off as long as you can before you start coloring. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about that, except uh, other than it's depressing to think about, well, this is going to be the start of coloring, covering random grays in my hair because I don't want them. Like I'm not the kind of, I'm not going to be the kind of woman that's like, Oh yeah, I'm proud of my grays. I've earned them. Blah, blah, blah. No, Uh, I don't think so. I'm actually kind of in the same boat because I do get, a random gray every now and then so i had one in my like beard yeah you'll get them there first for men yeah and it it was so prominent that i called it jasper (laughs) i was like that's just jasper poking his head out again and i finally got to the point where i was like maybe it was because of my imminent birthday coming up i was like i look old and i fucking plucked jasper so he's gone But I also have a few on the top of my head, and just every now and then I'll see it. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's different for me because they are so rare and also because I'm a guy. So I don't know what to do, but I think I would just pluck them for me. Uh, I don't know what you should do. My sister, like Renee, has been – my sister got – has been getting grazed since she was like 13, I think. Some people do. Very young. I think Jennifer Lopez started going gray in her early 20s jennifer lopez yes yes huh. she's had to color her hair obviously very religiously i think she's talked about it actually interesting mm-hmm. i did not know that moving on from hair <laughs> and a mini mini childish chat uh she allison talked about how she and greg had a bit of a french farce <laughs> neither of them could figure out where they were supposed to mm. record I believe that Allison was to blame in this instance, and she was quick to take the blame. Yeah. But I'm curious, Nina, do you think uh, she needs to be more decisive, or do you think Greg was just assuming he was going to her They place? Well, I just think they both should have confirmed, like, even with you, Raphael. Like, maybe it was a stupid question when I was, like, 12 p.m., right? Like, obviously, we probably wouldn't do it at midnight <laughs> on Eastern time, but who knows? You know, it's, like, 10 p.m. your time. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm kind of, I'm very, like, exact time like where are we going to be like i'm not going to go round and round in circles but it should have just been a quick text right so i was actually going to mention that because um like i felt stupid for messaging you that but whatever <laughs> you're no. not stupid <laughs> no i wasn't i wasn't going to mention that part i was going to mention that whenever i invite someone to be on bff i 
I always do it early, so they like a week or two in advance, so they know. And then, like when it's like the week of, like I try to message them like that Monday, so they remember. And then like the day before, but then I feel yeah. like I'm just nagging them. No, that's okay. And so, like, no. And so, like Kelly, I sent you a message saying, "We're still on, right? Just, just in case, mm-hmm. I want to be sure." And. I think maybe I'm too far in the other direction. No, but I don't think you're overkill, though. You're very professional. Exactly. No, you're fine. Totally. Uh, Speaking of, if you would like to be on the show, you can, uh, you know, get in contact with me or Lisa uh, or email bffancast at gmail.com. Literally, no one does that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think... uh, I was curious, though, like Colonel Jeff said, so now the next time they record, (laughs) will it be at Allison's or will it be at Greg's? Hopefully Mm -hmm. they figure it out before it's time to record. I bet there will be no confusion this time. Right. Probably not. You know, you got to get burned to learn that fire hurts or whatever. Are Are we listening to Childish? It's a good question. Um... I haven't listened in a while and it's not because I don't want to or, oh, I haven't liked the episodes or anything. It's not that at all. It just, for me, like when I do listen to them, I enjoy them. Um, I think I've only listened to like the first five, six episodes, but I sometimes feel like I need a little break from that topic because I do think about parenting so much. Yeah. Um, since I'm a, a full time stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's why I've just held off. Like, okay, I need, I want to listen, but right now I just can't. I need a break from thinking yeah. about that. It's your reality. You're in the thick of it. So yeah, sometimes getting a little break from it is good. Right. I, I do listen. Um, and literally every week, I grow to hate Greg more and more. That's what I hear. That's what I hear, like, from little comments. And I think, oh, wow, that's interesting. I wonder what exactly was said, you know, because I, I, I don't think I've listened. So I find that interesting. Well, I think I think much like when Allison was on Corolla, I think I'm I have a very high tolerance for just bullshit <laughs> as long as Allison yeah. is involved. So I'm curious when to see if ever I just get fed up because uh, a while back, sorry, not sorry. I feel like was the quality was like dropping and I was Mm -hmm. just like, oh, really? So ready to quit on it. And then that's when they took their break. Yeah. Um, And so they kind of did it for me. But uh, Kelly, do you listen to Childish? So I haven't listened to the last two episodes. Um basically I don't have anything against Greg um, and clearly we all love Allison here mm. I just thought that his handling of the the uh, I think it was a caller um, whose child was um, a little unsure about same-sex couples like basically how to handle that mm-hmm. um, I feel like well, obviously, I feel like he was wrong in how he said that they should handle it. Just being like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Um, mm. I think like he just said saying, that he did. Like he... Mm-hmm. Huh. So in, what I would have said is, hey, that might not be what you're used to, but that's right. really normal. Um, yeah. And I feel like 
the the fact that um, there has been some criticism and there's no acknowledgement of it is just kind of it's a little disheartening. Um, I'm not a super sensitive person, but hmm. when it when it uh, rubs me the wrong way or it rubs people that I care about the wrong way, such as super fan Megan. Um, and it's not addressed right. that really just does leave a bad taste in my mouth. And I feel like it would be so easy to be like, Hey, I, you know, I made a little mistake. Um, I misspoke. Here's what I could have said. Um, you know, I feel like right. some sort of acknowledgement could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I still love Allison. I'll still download it. I don't know if I'll listen. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't think that Greg is the type of person who will readily admit because he mm-hmm. I'm sure his defense will be like this is a show and we have to be entertaining yep. so sometimes he'll make offensive jokes and he is not like the kind of comedian he's like he's not a Jim Gaffigan type comedian where it, no. everyone's going to be safe. Yeah. So he will say things that you know touch a nerve every now and then but I think someone in the Facebook group was saying that they, he may be someone, something happened on Twitter where Greg was like, kind of, maybe he knows that he was doing something wrong, but hopefully he will take this as like a, as a, what's the word? Like a wake up call? He'll take it as a, yes, thank you. Okay, okay. This will be like, this will like awaken him to the fact that, you know, even if you're trying to be funny, you shouldn't be a dick all the time. Right. Well, yeah. I, I think it's it's supposed to be an entertaining podcast. I know they're not there to give professional medical advice, whether sure. it's about same-sex couples or sleeping for newborns or infants mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not expecting them to be informed, equipped to do that. And I get it. It is for entertaining purposes but I do think if you're not sure now I'll tell you my little thing <laughs> um if you're not sure if something is safe or not you really okay I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm talking about when he mentioned about the sleeping he was like you know what moms just need to sleep with their newborns their infants I can't remember if he said newborns or infants but they're small babies Mm-hmm. And some people do co-sleep, uh, you know, but mm-hmm. I was, when my baby was an infant, that was always such a thing, like lay her back down. You don't fall asleep with her, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And not to bring the show down, but this was not too long after the news that my husband's coworker, his granddaughter died because of that reason. Oh. And I'm like, that is not something to really just be so dismissive about. Right. And, um, just say, go ahead, do it. I mean, I don't want people to get mad at me for being like, well, I co-sleep and who knows. I don't know if you did or not. It's like, it's whatever you think is safest, but I just yeah. feel like you, like Greg can't, I, I don't know. Maybe I, I need to shut up, but no, no, you're fine. I definitely think that. At least for one of the episodes, they had like a little disclaimer, like, hey, this isn't medical advice. Um, and true, being, a parent, true. being a parent, as you know, Nina, is like so incredibly lonely that you're just looking yeah. for you're looking for um, 
you're just looking for some kind of connection wherever it may be. So I think that most people might not take his advice like that seriously, but someone who is feeling alone, feeling very tired, Mm -hmm. all of those things, they might take his advice. And I feel like you you can, yeah, I feel like you can co-sleep safely. Um, personally for me, I never was able to rest with my like child in bed, like my baby in bed with me. Um, I I, I did not find that very restful. I just had like a little co-sleeper that went on the side of the bed. So we were close to each other, but, um, yeah, maybe like a disclaimer saying, Hey, we're not doctors. Um, cause they're not. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so, a show for entertainment purposes, certainly, but I feel like Allison is really considerate of people's feelings and things mm-hmm. like that. And I feel like maybe Greg should sort of ascend to that level, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I think having a disclaimer would be a great idea. I thought you said they did at first, but then you said they should. They did for one episode. And I was like, cool, this is great. But then um, as far as I know, they haven't had it. it. It would just be super easy to just play it at the beginning of the show. Right. Yeah, that's that's actually a good idea. And I feel like uh, maybe you should send her that suggestion somewhere because I think she'll take it. Um, And that would I mean, I know people know it's like an entertainment show or whatever, but people are like literally like they're actually writing in or calling in or whatever because they do need advice. Absolutely. it would be just kind of wise to put that out there. Yeah. And it is a, like the, the ones that I listen to, like the questions are not, I'm not saying serious and heavy, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not like about silly things either. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's, it's about your kids and so these are things that are very important to the people who are asking these questions. Totally. Yeah. And there was a quote, I, li- I was reading a book about like some woman, they told her like, welcome to motherhood, permanent ambivalence. And I just think that's a, that sums it up. Yep. One thing that they talked about that they have brought up before, and I'm kind of hoping they're done with this, but it seems like they're not, is cocology. <laughs> yeah. Um. The example that Allison picked today was possibly the most annoying one that we've heard yet. Maybe this is the only second one, but uh, the the question was just very odd to me because I also didn't know when the question started. Like, mm. I feel like the book just meandered and just was like talking about eggs and omelets or scrambled or hard boiled i forget what the hell yeah, we're talking it represents about. next thing you know a yes. lot of things in life all that stuff yeah and then next thing you know they're talking about snake eggs so i was like <laughs> did i like fall asleep while i was driving what happened uh-huh. uh I'm, this i'm curious oh go ahead this Kelly. episode was incredibly disjointed um <laughs> it just seemed like it was still a good episode um but it seemed off to me uh, there was no just me or everyone. Uh, right. I know that I know that's not your favorite, Raphael, but I'm used to it on Thursdays. Um, oh, I love it. Raphael has a beef with it. Really? 
Oh, you know, I have, okay. I have many beasts. Can I guess why? Sure. Like, is it, well, like, do you think some of the JMOs are, like, not true JMOs? Like, it's not true to the spirit of what they... Yeah. Okay, I wondered. Yeah, it'll be, like, a lot of, like, um... It'll be like uh, I like pickles. Does anyone else like pickles? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a little. It'll too be like general. that, <laughs> or it'll be like too specific to that, literally to that one person. Like, right, it'll be like, right, right. My right. visor doesn't go low enough. That's just literally just you. Right. I don't know what kind of car you drive. I that doesn't affect me. Like, why would I relate to this? Absolutely. And there's right. so many repeats. Like, there's nobody keeping that track too. of it. Um, there's lots of repeats and what else? I also really liked when, when they used to weigh in on whether it's something that they do. Um, but it seems like the panelists don't do that anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Greg Heller, (laughs) when he was on, he wanted, he wanted them briefly. He wanted them to like rule on. Yes. Is this just you or not? I mean, it's a good idea. Exactly. I I need that sort of, um, I need that structure back in my life is what I'm saying regarding JMOs. I need people to send in their really good JMOs and be real specific. I need guests to not shit on the JMO portion, like to be like, who does, who cares? It's like, yeah, yeah, we, it's all about the minutia of life. It's a nice distraction from everything we've got going on. So don't poo-poo on it. Um, yeah, I definitely need more structure. I need I need the cocology thing to go away. It was very weird. I tried to follow along, um, and then I was like, no, I, I just I'm not going to. Well, they just did one little thing of it. And, Thursday, and then they right? didn't Yeah, and then they didn't okay. read they didn't read what it meant. I, I was like, Or they kind of did turtle egg. What does that mean? Yeah, well, I think David and Daniel were both like, what the hell? Like, nah, this is more like, this is like astrology kind of stuff. Like, what? who cares? Yeah. Whatever. This doesn't it's, make sense. It's perfect if you have, if it's a, a set portion of the show and you're you're planning for it. But it was so hurried. And then she was like, yeah, it's going to take too long. And then the show ended abruptly. I'm like, wait, what? Well, and I also think Daniel didn't show up until halfway through because, you know, he was trying to put Elliot to bed and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe that's why it to you. I mean, that it could feel a little like what, you know, Daniel was only in for part of it or. Yeah. You know, I, I get what you mean. It was a very strange show. I think Daniel showed up either 16 or 26 minutes. I, I remember there was a six, uh, t- 16 or 26 minutes into the show. So that was strange. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, like you said, Kelly, then like the show abruptly ended, but then Daniel wanted to keep going. <laughs> so they talked about kazoos mm-hmm. and then they kind of were going to end it, but then they asked about the last junk show. So it was like really start and stop and kind of, like you said, disjointed and just all over the place. Like it was very strange. And no judgment meant to Allison at all. Like I am a hot mess of a mother. Like I get Me it. Me too. Um, we're, sometimes we're just barely scraping by. It's just like even after she, um, even after she had Elliot and the new baby, like it's just, it just seems something is different. 
but she's always been like on it. Even when she said that she had that really terrible show, it wasn't that bad. I, I guess I just don't know what, what's happening. Right. Maybe she's feeling out of sorts because of the whole, um, I can't imagine. I mean, well, and I can't imagine, well, the baby's like what, six months or six weeks old or something like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe two months. I just couldn't imagine, you know, was it you, Kelly, that I was, that I commented on Facebook, like about gosh, having one, like, could I even handle another one? Yep. yep was it, okay. Mm-hmm. And I've thought that, you know, I mean, uh, my little girl is only like two months younger than Elliot. So I, I could totally put in this situation of like, okay, Talia plus a six week old. And I'm like, I couldn't do it unless I had a lot of help. Yeah. Like, ha- have mom on here like mm-hmm. several days a week, something like that. Like, I don't know how people do it. Do either of you have anything else for the Thursday show? Um, I don't think so. I do not. It was just a weird episode. I hope next week is better. Um, I love Renee. Yeah. Always do always will. I want Wendy Molyneux back oh. on the show. Uh, me too. I'm glad you mentioned that. That is, she hasn't been in on, on in a really long time, but those, mm-hmm. those are some of my favorite episodes. And I totally understand. She, um, I believe she adopted her yeah. foster kids and she's also expecting. So like yeah. that's a lot going on, but oh god, I miss her so much. Yeah, she was really entertaining, and she it was cute how she would kind of uh, what's the word I'm thinking of like uh, jab make make friendly jabs at Allison because mm-hmm. they've been friends forever, and it, it's just very entertaining to listen to her. Uh, so Kelly, you said something that I'm curious about. Yeah. Uh, you said that you love Renee, and I know for a fact that some people are not the biggest fans, but I I feel like she's finally getting comfortable. Yeah. Like, uh, she mentioned anal beads, <laughs> and she also said fuck or shit or something. I love it. And yeah. I think we're like, I think she's finally gotten to the point where she's comfortable, and I mentioned a few weeks back that like she's... She seems to like be hitting her stride finally, yeah. and it's been a while that she's been on. So, I'm glad to know I'm not alone in the Renee fan club. Yeah, she's yeah. delightful, and I feel like she is. When she was first on, she was very eager to please, and she was very like she was she was a yes lady. Um, I feel like she's really coming into her own. Um, she's such an interesting person. Uh, I cannot wait mm-hmm. for this month's Patreon episode. Um, submit yeah. your questions. Submit your questions now. I really want to know all about yeah. her dad because her dad. Me too. Like a, her dad sounds like a real hard ass, and I just want to know everything. Yeah, she has been on a Patreon episode before mm-hmm. a while back. She kind of talked about him, but yeah, um, I, I really like Renee. I think she's very. I think she seems like a very good person. I do think sometimes even now she does try to be too. Like, like people pleasing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I don't know. I, I just, and she, I think she adds a lot to the show. I, I do think she's funny, but, um, I, I, yeah, like turn it down to back. Like you don't really have to try so hard to, uh, people please or be a, a yes man or whatever. Yeah. 
people are going to like you or they're not going to like you and agreeing with them is not the way to do it. So just be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if, if anyone else is curious about Renee and her father, uh, they can listen to, I believe the show is called hindsight. Um, and he interviewed Renee on that and they got really deep into, uh, her relationship with her dad. And hopefully there are some questions about her mom, because I feel like I know plenty about her dad. now. That's true. Not enough about her. Yeah. Mom. There's nothing about, I've never heard her mention her mom. That's yeah. That's a good point. And what's funny, like talking about her dad, like she, I remember her talking about a point where, or there was a time on vacation that her sister-in-law and her dad kind of got into it because she, her dad was probably, I can't remember like butting heads being who being him and they had a little spat. So I don't think they get along. Yes. I want, I want to uh, know everything about the family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Because her family lives in Colorado Springs. Uh, I watch her Instagram now and see and hope that like she's, in town someday mm-hmm. and I just run into her even though it's an hour and a half away. Yeah. Uh, maybe she'll come up here to I don't know go to the Grizzly Rose and do the boot scoot and boogie <laughs> and I'll just uh, wander on the dance floor and we'll have some kind of dance off and uh, we'll live happily ever after. Yeah. Or maybe not. <laughs> Your daughter <laughs> thinks that's super that... funny. <laughs> yeah she does. <laughs> On that note, uh, thank you both for being on. If you'd like to be on the show, you can, uh, like I said before, email us or get in contact uh, at bffancast at gmail.com. You can follow Lisa. Oh, shit. She changed it. So let me look it up because she changed her fucking Twitter name and Instagram Mm. name. I think it's like my BFF is Lisa or something. Oh, it's it's BFF Lisa Lowry. Oh, I ah, that's the one. BFF Lisa Lowry on Twitter and Instagram. Kelly, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Satchels of Gold. Um, Twitter is garbage. Let's all move on. But, you know, if you really want to follow me, that's where I am. And Nina, where can we find you? Um... Instagram, Nina Hartley. I was trying to think, is it Nina Hartley or Nina Hartley 83 um, on Instagram? Either. Yeah, it's Nina Hartley. And Twitter, Nina Lusk 83. Um, so, yeah, those two places. Actually, I think it is Nina Hartley 83 on Instagram. I should know that for sure. Or you can go to your favorite adult website yeah, exactly. and find someone who is definitely not <laughs> you. Yeah, definitely yeah. not that the same not person. Yeah. yeah. Or Nina.com is like uh, shoes and all that good stuff. Yeah. Oh, I was expecting. Uh, I thought that was going to be like Nina Hart, the other Nina Hartley's uh, personal no! website or something. It's like shoes. It's it's design. It's Nina, the design Nina. So, that's not um, me either. Never heard of it. <laughs> so many Ninas that you aren't, but yeah. most importantly, you are I'm you. Still me. And thank you for being thank on. Thank you for uh, having me. Um, 
we we will uh, see you next week. I think Lisa will be back. I, I'm assuming because she only told me about this one. So uh, yeah, hopefully she's back from San Francisco and she'll have some great stories to tell. Uh, so thanks for listening and enjoy this song, which will probably be Beyonce because mm-hmm. Lenny is now on all streaming platforms. Is it going to be Formation? Yes, it was. Actually. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I thought I was like, I'm such a basic bitch. I just use <laughs> Formation <laughs> no. immediately. I love it. Yeah, me too. Perfect. Well, thanks again. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi catch my fly and my cocky fresh. I'm so reckless when I rock my Givenchy dress. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. in my back
You know you that bitch when you cause all this conversation. Always stay gracious. Best revenge is your paper.